Welcome to Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week we are talking about joy. Homeschooling, parenting, and life are hard, and sometimes it's really difficult to find the joy in the day-to-day. So in this episode, we talk about how to find joy in homeschooling. Before we start, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for all their support of the Smiling Homeschooler. They are one of the best math curriculums around, and we believe they help more homeschoolers smile. So go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to after a little break, not nearly as long as I needed. Um, In fact, I feel like I'm not kicking and screaming going into the new year. I'm just dragging going into the new year. I just don't feel like I'm ready for it. Uh, uh, We had a great Christmas, um, New Year's. We spoke at a family camp in uh, Westboro, Wisconsin. Um, it was a snow camp. We went skiing and tubing and all the other winter sports you can think of. But it was right after Christmas. So it was like we were gone, I think, the, the 30th through the 2nd. And it like took out a chunk of that week that we always have of doing nothing. And now like we got back and I'm tired and I'm like, I don't want to do anything this week. Uh, so uh, it's been a little hard getting back in the saddle again. Maybe you're feeling the same. But uh, Ben, maybe just, you know, I kind of already know, but how was your Christmas? How was, how was New Year's Eve for you? Because your New Year's Eve was different than my New Year's Eve. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. I mean, Christmas was good. Uh, we didn't have any sickness, really, which is rare. Normally, our Christmas gets ruined right before because of all the, you know, family or we have uh, some other stuff going on right before Christmas, which we always get sick with. Um, but it was super fun. Uh, the kids are just, a, you know, great age. Hudson especially, just so enthusiastic and, um, you know, expressive and stuff. So that was really fun. Uh, Got to be with everyone. And then, yeah, for New Year's, we... Uh, we went with some friends and then some of my our family, um, Sam, and who's the one right underneath me, and his wife and her family and a bunch of our friends. We all went to this uh, hotel that's not far from our house. Uh, <clears throat> it's like 40 minutes. <coughs> Excuse me. And we all... Uh, spent two days, you know, there, two nights, I guess, and three part of three days just hanging out. You know, they have a pool. They had, you know, basketball gym area. They have, you know, ping pong. We rent a conference room, and everyone just has tons of snacks and food. We just play euchre, like, basically nonstop the whole time. And the hotel is super nice. I mean, it's called the Farmstead Inn, and it's in Shipshawana, Indiana. They uh, just let – I mean, they literally just let us run all over the hotel. I mean, people are going nuts. I mean, we trash the place, it feels like, but they're super nice about it. Uh, they have, you know, fun things like bingo and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So super tired. It's like, yeah, one of those weekends where you kind of, you know, you stay up late at both nights and then you come home and you're just, you know, even more tired going into the week. So uh, it was a little tough there, but, you know, it was it was really good. So did did Camp Forest do anything? Uh, they had a big bonfire out on their frozen lake at about. 9 30 and then they did fireworks at 10 and then we went to bed at 10 20. <laughs> so we were like it was perfect everybody was exhausted so yeah, i bet skiing um, is like the most tiring thing ever uh yeah. but it is so fun uh, well i was gonna ask you do you have any you know uh i'm not a huge new year's resolution person um are you do you have anything that maybe you're going to work on or do uh not really i mean i don't really sit down and like plan stuff i mean i always set a a book reading goal for the year 
uh, missed that last year. I said like 60, I think, and I and had adjusted down to 55 and I missed that. I did like 51. So, uh, or something like that. Maybe it was 55. I don't remember, but I missed it by a bit. So this year I'm going for 50. So, um, I mean, I, I would more just like health related stuff, probably like try to be a little bit more, you know, healthy, which probably won't happen in terms yeah, of. Yeah, I, I, I haven't told you this, but Abe and I uh, are going to go at least a month cold turkey, no Diet Coke. So, whoa, there you go. Oh, We're man. already on day just two. Sucking the fun out of everything, <laughs> not even on weekends. <laughs> wow. Not even on weekends. We think we need to go cold turkey. In fact, I did, I did like almost a, a whole five days over Christmas, which I wasn't really planning to do, but I did, and I, I didn't even have a headache. I thought I'd have like this migraine or shocking. something, and I felt good, and I'm like, I, I think I could do this. I think I can okay, do this. So nice. maybe I'll be one I'm of you healthy people. Now, don't make any comments down there of like what Diet Coke can do to a hard-boiled egg. I don't want to hear that, okay? <laughs> so don't do that. Um, yes, so, And I think I'm going to have another, another New Year's, not a New Year's resolution, but I'm going to try um, I'm going to try not to check the news on the internet or, uh, on the radio so, ever, uh, ever. <laughs> so if there's a, wow. uh, you know, if like Russia takes over the United States, someone let me know. Okay. Cause I'm not going to know because I, I just feel like, um, you know, and not, and our listeners may not know this, but on Disney plus there's this show called, um, the secret Benedict society or mysterious Benedict society. And it starts off by showing this, the world kind of like, and how there's this, just this uneasiness of, um, of bad news that just kind of permeates the air. Now we find later that it was all part of a plot, but, um, but nobody could really put their finger on it. It just like everybody felt yucky. And I, and you know, I kind of feel that way sometimes. I, I feel like I go to like this camp Four Springs up in the woods, you know, no internet reception. I feel great. You know, I don't, I don't think about any of that, but as soon as I, you know, click on the news on the internet or I listen to the radio, um, that has, you know, that's more of a talk radio, I start getting that uneasy, angry. And I'm like, well, I can't believe they're idiots and all that kind of stuff. So I'm just like, I'm going to let the world take care of itself and I'm just going to mind my own business and see what happens. Maybe I'll be happier. I don't know. Nice. So we'll well and if you want to find a review of the, the uh, Mystery Spinning Society, you should check out our other podcast, <laughs> The Wonderful World of Disney Plus. Family friendly and fun. But anyways, uh, that's a good segue, I think, because, you know, the news and uh, joy. And this is something that we've been going through with our marriage group. We started, um, oh, shoot. I just got to miss the name of it. Paul David Tripp's parenting book, uh, the one with the rocking horse on the front. Uh, let's see. Uh, but anyways, it, his parenting book, and uh, it's it's. I just, don't read anybody's books that aren't mine. So yeah, that's, that's true. Okay. You don't read your own. It's just called <laughs> Parenting, I think. Grace-filled parenting. Um, but super, super good. And last week it was just talking about how like God, how God's grace and parenting and you know just joy and all that. And every one of the moms, you know, expressed just like really struggling with finding joy in the day to day. And I know that there's literally thousands of moms who are part of the Smiling Homeschooler that are also just struggling to find the joy in homeschooling and, and just in, in, you know, normal, just day to day life. 
uh, can be really tough. So I thought that might be a good topic to talk about because it's something that I think almost everyone can relate to at some level at some time. Um, so yeah, that's what I, I, I thought would be good, but do you have any thoughts, you know, initially, or uh, I know you've experienced it. Obviously I'm sure mom has, would relate to that. I'm having it right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, just that feeling of, and I was trying to think of, you know, things that maybe, uh, where we get lost in the joy, you know, or we've lost the joy. Um, you know, I think of that, uh, again, this is not all movie references, but in the, the live action Grinch, you know, where Cindy Lou goes, where are you Christmas? Why can't <laughs> I find you? I feel that way sometimes in homeschooling and parenting and marriage and life. Um, and I think there are some things that maybe steal that or um, keep us from experiencing that, you know, and maybe it's maybe just as simple as, um, you know, being tired because i know that uh when i get tired i get overwhelmed by everything um you know there are just times where i'm like i just feel like i i'm you know i can't tackle that situation uh last night we were supposed to do a podcast and i'm like i have no creative juices nothing but you know i went to bed at a decent time i had a good night's sleep and i felt better the next day and i think if you're tired all the time if you're getting to bed late I know some moms burn the candles at both ends. They're getting up early, getting up early, staying up late, and they're just, you're just exhausted. And it's hard to find the joy, or it's hard to see the joy when you're exhausted. So moms, maybe, maybe you need to postpone homeschooling just a couple more days, you know, before you get into the year, and you just get some rest. You know, uh, maybe along with that is just the clutter of your house. Maybe you're just overwhelmed by. Christmas decorations still up or Christmas wrapping paper, you know, piled up in the garage next to the trash cans. And you just need to spend a little bit of time taking care of those things. Cause I know for Ben's mom, uh, those things weigh heavily on her and she just can't see, she can't see the good stuff through all that stuff. I think also like when it comes to specifically homeschooling, a big weight is feeling like you have to be it all, do it all it's all relies on you. You know, it's, it, I mean, you have to, I mean, I think that's why it's hard in parenting too, is because you just feel like you have to be a perfect parent, you know, or a great parent or that your kids have to be turn out great because of you, you know, and it, obviously you are critical on that, <laughs> you know, but it is, you're being a tool through, you know, of God through you, not just, uh, not just on our own, but it can just feel, yeah, so overwhelming. I especially, and especially I think during, um, times where it is busy and tired, I mean, tiredness affects so much, uh, mentally. Uh, and I know we feel that right now, but well, I think you're right, Ben, you know, when you feel like it's all up to you, that's it. It is, it's hard to be joyful in that. And the truth is, you know, Ben was being very kind and generous and saying, well, you know, it is, but really it's not up to you. Um, yes, you do the job of a parent, but you know, I can't control everything about my kids. I can't control if they're healthy. I can't control, you know, what they learn or if they're going to learn it or like it or not like it, or if they're going to get a job or not going to get a job. And, you know, and I've said this before, there, there was a time where I kind of thought that my job was to take my kid, you know, at this, like a lump of clay. And I was to form him into something perfect so that when he left my house, well, when he finished my homeschool, he was ready. And that's not totally true. There are lessons afterwards that are painful sometimes. 
and you have to get chewed out by a boss or you know your wife has to yell at you or to learn something that god would have you learn and i think that kind of takes the pressure off because i know a lot of you moms are under that pressure of feeling like if you don't do it you know they're going to be messed up and that's just not true how did uh you know over the years you know you briefly mentioned the, the tiredness and abby here said tiredness has a lot to do with being overwhelmed um how has have you found any ways to deal with tiredness, you know, for moms specifically, you know, has, did you ever, you know, take a quick, you know, getaway? Uh, you know, is there anything that's ever worked other than just, you know, you keep the kids for a little bit and let her sleep in? Well, and you know, if there's a dad listening or maybe a mom who just needs to request of their husband and Hey mom, it's, there's nothing wrong with saying to your husband, you know, you want to go play golf on Saturday? You can't play this Saturday because I need a break. Um, my wife had no problem saying that to me. And I offered lots of times. You know, I know that on, uh, I, I know for my wife, my wife needs her morning time. And so in the morning she exercises, she has her quiet time, um, and then she'll take a shower. And I've, I mean, really, as long as our, and I had the privilege because my, I kind of worked from my home for a big chunk of that. But, you know, I always took care of breakfast. I always took care of those morning things so my wife could do those things. Um, you know, there were times on uh, weekends when we had little baby kid, little babies, you know, that I would forgo my nap so my wife could have her nap. You know, sometimes I was able to get a nap in at the same time, but not always. Um, you know, and there are times where you do need a little getaway, a break. And uh, even for my wife, I know that she really longs for date nights. And I know some guys say, well, we haven't had a date in 18 years. Well, shame on us, really, husbands, for making our wives go that long. Because I know my wife, really, we shouldn't call them dates because they don't feel very fun to me. Um, they're really times where mom can just talk, you know, and she can tell me where she feels overwhelmed. And I can just listen. And it's amazing how refreshing those times are. Um, but, uh, you know, again, if you're, there's a dad listening, dad, you need to, uh, you know, kind of take the bull by the horns on that. Um, yeah. And, and I think it's also if your husband does, uh, you know, being and again, you know, your husband obviously is part of the <laughs> of the family and should you know his kids are just as much as you know the kids are just as much his kids as yours uh, and so it's not something you have to you know that is going out of his way to take care of kids is not something that's like abnormal shouldn't be necessarily <laughs> but if he does you know let you sleep in or whatever i know it goes a long way for us me and maybe it did i don't know if dad ever for you but when rissa just is like hey thanks i really appreciate you letting me sleep in you know like acknowledging that that is super nice. So if you want your husband to like really like doing it, being awake, like making, <laughs> yeah. acknowledging it, I know makes me even more willing to, you know, go the extra mile. Oh, to help. Yeah. So that, that's, um, that's a great idea. That's a great thing. The little thing there, but uh, yeah. So, I mean, and I, th I think the other thing is important is there are phases and there's, you know, there's seasons, I think. Um, I don't know what's up with my video. It just keeps shutting off. But um, I think there's phases where, you know, things get harder and things feel tireder and things feel worse and less joy and not, you and know, then you die. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. But I, I think it's it's you know I think sometimes it's not all the time, and it can and it can be a time you know like for Rissa right now. I think a lot of it's you know she had a baby six months ago, and usually right before six months, it it can be a challenge, you know. And and a lot of moms who are homeschooling might have young young kids getting over postpartum and all that, and remembering it's a phase and not necessarily forever. I think is is helpful and not feeling too overwhelmed. Uh, and and we have. To but here's that. I think this is where you got to come down to. You have to. It's a philosophical um, uh, decision, maybe, or philosophical point here, because if you think that you can do regular home, regular homeschool always the same, I think you're going to be frustrated. I think you're going to find the joy not being there. You know, again, the beauty of homeschooling is that it ebbs and flows with life. So on good days, you cover a little bit more. On harder days. They still do as much school, but it might not look like the good days. You know, um, it may not be it in math. It might be in other things. Sometimes, like if you just had a baby, that is the best lesson a kid will ever have. You know, when you're a in a regular school setting, Christian or public, you know, when your mom has a baby, guess where you are? You're at school. You know, so you don't get that same training in having babies as a homeschooled kid does. You know, when you have a child who takes more attention, you know, your ch other children get to learn that they're not the center of the universe. And I think that is just as important as all the other things that, that might come in a book. Um, you know, the thing, the thing about the books is that, that that stuff, that's just kind of cyclical. It just, you just keep plugging away and, you know, maybe you can't do it as much as you like, but that's okay. You're still doing a lot because, because I think that's where we lose the joy. I think that's, you know, and I can see it in your mom, in the mom's posts where, you know, I, mom's saying, well, I would really like to have another week off, but you know, I'm really not, I'm not past my 120 days yet. And I really want to be there because then I want to do this. And I'm like, you know, I, I made a post today about school not being measured in or learning not being measured in in days in the same way that we don't measure you know the the enjoyment of a meal on how much it cost um you know your kids are learning all the time and i think the, the sooner you make peace with that the better you'll be i it's a bummer when it's not just um you know your own self not having the joy when it's like other people stealing the joy or other things you know like a book or like uh you know like uh your friends around you in comparison or whatever else it is you know and if there are things that you feel like you know like dad was saying the news you know the news is kind of stealing that peace of mind then maybe you know the beginning of the year is a good time to kind of try to cut back on something that you feel like might be robbing some of that joy and that might be social media. Yeah. You know, honestly, moms, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you don't feel inferior whenever you're on social media. I mean, unless you just have the most gourmet meals and you have, you know, a model's figure and that you have the most obedient kids in the world, you really truly believe that. I mean, because I don't know how you can look at everybody else's posts when they're going, oh, look what I made for dinner or look how much fun we're having or look how great I am and look how, because it just feels like, poison to me and honestly i think you would do well if you could limit that somehow or maybe like my wife did she took facebook off her phone so she didn't have easy access to it or constant access to it um you know i just think 
you'd probably be doing yourself a favor by. But I will say another thing, uh, totally unrelated maybe. Um, another thing that I think kind of steals our joy, because I feel it's stealing mine sometimes, is when we struggle with our children. You know, maybe it's attitudes. I know that uh, I had a son today that I had to deal, or maybe it was yesterday. I, I can't remember. Probably both. <laughs> it may have been both days. Um, but, you know, you just have, oh, I think it was today, because uh, I remember Ben texted me right before, and I'm like, I don't know what to talk about tonight, you know, uh, because it's just hard to focus on anything when you've got this attitude that you're dealing with on this kid that you think, haven't we talked about this before? This doesn't seem that hard. Do you have to make everything hard? Can't you just make it easy? You know, and I think sometimes, uh, for example, you know, maybe we maybe we we make things too hard. Um, you know, like I had, uh, one of my my kid today, we were I was taking him to uh, a birthday party, and on the way, it was right before lunch. He goes, "Dad, there's nothing here, and there's no food. Can can we just pick something up at Burger King?" And I immediately went into, "Well, what? Can't you just find something? Can't you just make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich?" Thinking that. You know, why can't they just do this? This is so simple. Why'd you wait till now? You just think I'm going to take you out to Burger King anytime you want to go to Burger King. And so we made this huge thing. And and Debbie's like, well, why don't you just take him to Burger King? And I'm like, because I'm not raising a, you know, a kid who can't even make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You know, thinking that I was being really noble. You know, we would have gone. But if I had just gone to Burger King and not been a big stinker about it, we would have spent $4 for his Burger King and it would have been done. And not to avoid all those things, but sometimes I think we pick hills that just are just the wrong hills to die on. Uh, you know, there are plenty of other things to fight over, which we will find all those <laughs> as well. But I just think sometimes I make such a big deal over, you know, it's not like I'm even training him to be better. I'm really just showing that I just want what I want. And, um, so I don't know how you do that, but I do know sometimes that, especially if you have little kids, sometimes I think you need to deal with the, their behavior before you deal with the school subject, you know? So if you're always fighting your kid and say, hey, we're gonna start school today, and they're just, you spend the first 20 minutes arguing over it, fighting over it, then I think you, you know, it's how could you be joyful in that? Um, and I know moms, you know, they'll say that. Uh, so maybe you spend that day just having a talk with your kids and saying, you know, I want this to be fun. This should be fun. This is, we get to be together all day today. So how about when we, when I say it's time to school, that we just do school, you know, and we're not going to argue about it, you know, cause most of our kids are, once you kind of put that in their head for the next day and remind them when they go to bed, Hey, tomorrow, when we start, let's see if we can, what we can do. You know, and maybe after that first day, you reward them with something, you know, like, hey, we're going to Burger King for lunch or whatever. Um, but I just think sometimes we're battling our kids constantly. And I don't know how you can be happy in the midst of all that. Yeah, I think another thing uh, is to remember, you know, you're not alone that because it, it can feel like you're the only one who has terrible kids or the, you're the only one who isn't finishing school or whatever. And, you know, we've said this before, but it's just so not true. And every person has been there. And I, and actually in this Paul David trip book, he actually mentions like 
uh, he calls it the, oh shoot, I don't remember, but basically the parents who think they're doing it all right. Like they have it, they just have it, you know, the high, the high achiever parent who just, you know, usually they're in denial or they haven't recognized their own sin enough to recognize that, you know, they're not perfect either. So, but either way, you know, just remembering that you're not alone. Uh, everyone else struggles with the same things. And, uh, cause it can feel, I think, isolating if you just think you're the only one who, you know, is in this spot. And also obviously is, is something that I thought was really good too, is, you know, these hard things and those hard, you know, unjoyful moments and stuff is really also can be God teaching, you know, me in those moments, you know, dad always used to say the RV is the, the crucible for our family. You know I mean? It brought up all the bad stuff and, you know, and all that. And I mean, that's the same for all family, I think, in just general as family really can highlight the issues in all of us, you know, but it's, uh, you know, and, and I think also on this is if you want more on this kind of topic is dad's book lies, homeschooling moms believe, I think is pretty, you know, linked to these kind of ideas of just the inadequacy and the, you know, people are doing a better and a lot of things that can help, um, hurt joy. But yeah, I think that's my, my two cents. I agree. Okay. Well, I'll say goodbye as well. Uh, (laughs) okay, mom, you know, and again, I'll just give a super simple one. If you're, if say you've started school and you're not feeling very joyful, maybe you wait a couple more days. Maybe you just do one day of school on Thursday and Friday, or maybe you wait till next Monday. Maybe you get life back in order. Maybe you sit around. I and mean, we haven't even taken our Christmas decorations down, which is like, I don't think we've ever in my whole 31 years of marriage had it past New Year's Day. Um, and maybe wow. you just enjoy a little bit, a few more days of enjoying your children without the pressure of homeschooling, knowing that even when you're not doing it, you're still doing it. They're still learning. They're still um, enjoying really the best that God has to offer, and so are you. And of course, that should make you smile. Thanks for listening. If you would like more weekly encouragement, sign up for our free weekly email over on our website, thesmilinghomeschooler.com. Also, thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring The Smiling Homeschooler. You can check out our free trial of their amazing math curriculum over on their website, teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.